Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Joining us on the line, Eli Rubenstein, National Director at March of the Living. Eli, good afternoon to you and thank you for joining us. Good afternoon. Can you hear me okay? Can hear you loud and clear. Thanks, Eli. We just got a bit of a delay, but uh, yes, we can overcome that. Eli, thanks so much for joining us to discuss uh, this issue of the Jewish community, well, the global Jewish community now, in the midst of this Israel-Hamas uh, war. The Jewish people now are not feeling safe, uh, feeling ostracized, being like put under a specific banner, feeling, you know, threatened. Uh, harking back to the days uh, just before the outbreak of uh, World War II, are we seeing a repeat performance going back 80 years? What is your take on the current situation? Well, I certainly hope we're not seeing a repeat performance of that, but I can tell you that the mood of the Jewish community is quite, quite filled with anxiety. Sure. I can't tell you how people have called me up from the Jewish community in Toronto telling me, that they, they simply can't breathe, that they break out in tears throughout the day, and that they can't sleep at night. They're so full of anxiety and fear that history is repeating itself. And I never thought I'd see the day when Holocaust survivors, these are people who've seen the worst atrocities humanity can possibly give it toward each other, Indeed. tell me that they're looking at is comparable and even worse to the atrocities they saw in the Holocaust. So those two factors make us feel that Many people feel we're on the precipice of something that could be far worse. I've even heard children of Holocaust survivors tell me that, and I can't believe they're saying this, but they're happy their parents are no longer alive who survived the Holocaust because if they would see this, it would make them feel incredibly, incredibly terrible. So there's a terrible feeling of anxiety, a feeling of unease, a feeling of what's going to happen next, and many people feel that, that, that we might be on the verge of the precipice that happened in the pre-World War II era. Indeed. So is is that a general feeling that you're getting from everybody at the moment, uh, Eli? Uh, As you say, on the precipice, uh, if I heard you correctly, of of the World War II era? That is the general feeling, especially from those who are the children and grandchildren of Holocaust survivors, because they grew up with these, these, these stories and these warnings and what began with words. You know, ends up ends up with with terrible acts of hate. So yes, this is the mm. general feeling in the Jewish community. Of course, I will say that that unlike during the period of the Holocaust, there is the state of Israel, and there is significant support from allied nations like the Western democracies, especially the United States. Um, for the President Joe Biden has been standing very, very strongly shoulder to shoulder with the people of Israel and Jewish people. He gave an exceptional speech mm. in the aftermath of the Hamas massacre. So it's not exactly the same in the sense that today the Jewish people do have more resources and more strength and a more influential community and also better allies than they had during the World War II period. But there is definitely this general feeling of anxiety mm-hmm. and the need mm-hmm. to mobilize and, and, and gather strength from our allies mm-hmm. to combat this terrible scourge that's happening in the world. And, and it's not just Hamas's attacks, it's the terrible rise of global anti-Semitism. There's been a mm-hmm. 500% rise reported in the last month of global anti-Semitism against the Jewish people. So it, the Hamas attack itself was was, was, was um, um, horrific enough, but the global rise in anti-Semitism as a result of that is make, making the Jewish community feel even more anxious. Indeed, Eli. Is there any particular part of the world you find, uh, if I can, for want of a better description, more feedback on this uh, on the scourge than anywhere else? If I heard your question correctly, is there, is there more... So is there more examples of, of, of the rise of anti-Semitism? 
obviously in the, in the in the Arab world there has been incredible demonstrations against Israel. We saw when that hospital was bombed, the tragic death of the life in those hospitals. Turns out that it wasn't Israel; it was a, a, a rocket misfired by Islamic Jihad. But by the time right. it was out, it was, too, it was it, as Mark Twain says. You know, a lie makes itself happen around the world when truth hasn't has got a chance to put its pants on. So there's been a lot of, you know, anti-Semitic uh, and, 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 and incredible demonization of Israel in the Arab Muslim world, right. unfortunately. And I recently saw in South Africa, I think there was a demonstration, a pro-Israel demonstration that was interrupted by, by a violent mob. So there's different parts of the world where there's been demonstrations against the Jewish people. But even in, in, in the UK and Australia, we saw really, really anti-Israel marches. We saw people in Sydney, Australia, saying gas to Jews and Hitler was right. So it's, right. it's unfortunately, it's pretty much around the world. Mm. Eli, very quickly, um, okay, so you're the national director at March of the Living. Uh, do, do, does your organization have any initiatives uh, to help people or guide people through this? Yes, just just to select election, I'm director of education for International March Living. Yes, right. what we're doing today is we have a campaign where we're getting the voices of survivors um, right. who have experienced the Holocaust themselves mm-hmm. and asking to comment on the situation and talk about what they're feeling. And survivor after survivor, we have a campaign on our website, MOTL.org, MOTL.org, where we have the actual voices of the survivors who are, in my opinion, the conscience of the world, Mm-hmm. talking about what they are feeling today and how the world needs to mobilize. My good friend Nate Leipzig, a Holocaust survivor from Toronto, an Auschwitz survivor, who always says, don't hate because hate poisons when it does the hating. Right. tells the world that this is what he saw when he was growing up. He saw the anti-Semitic actions, and he says what began with words ended up with actions, and he said, please fight anti-Semitism now. And so we have the survivors speaking up. I will say, sadly that we started the campaign, and a few days after we started the campaign, we decided no longer to list the names of survivors and their, and their locations right. because there was concern about their safety. Mm-hmm. So we're just putting the initial of the survivors. Uh, we're not putting more details about them because the, the, the survivors and their families are very concerned about the safety of the Holocaust survivors. And that, that tells you something, that in this day and age, Holocaust survivors have to once again you know, fear for their safety is a sad statement. I, I will say, though, that it's important to point out that like during the Holocaust, there's always been righteous among the nations who distinguish themselves during mm. times of crisis. And we saw in Israel the Filipino caregivers risking and sometimes sacrificing their lives to their elderly clients. We saw also a group of Arab Bedouin villages in the town of Rahab and near Beersheba who risked their lives and went into the place where the dance festival was happening and rescued 30 to 40 Israelis. So even right. during these times of darkness, there are still people who like shines and inspires us. We know, like Anne Frank said, despite everything, yes. most people are good at heart. So we know there's still good, good-hearted good people, and we appeal to the world to stand with Israel during this, this, this terrible time of crisis and need. Indeed. Uh, certainly there is the support for that, uh, Eli. Rest assured. Uh, Eli, we're going to have to uh, cut you short there. We have to end the interview. It was great chatting to you this afternoon. And thank you so much for taking the time to join us just to give us some background as to uh, as National Director of Education at the March of the Living, what your objectives are and what the Jewish communities are at the moment experiencing during this uh, horrific war between Israel and Hamas and Hezbollah on two fronts. Eli Rubenstein. Eli. <coughs> National Director of Education at March of the Living.